What's up and welcome to the single player experience. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and today we're talking video games with renowned best-selling author Dustin Brady. Dustin is the author of the Trapped in a Video Game series and the Escape from a Video Game series. In this episode, Dustin is going to tell us about his video game origin story, we're going to talk about his amazing books, we're going to talk about video games and Dustin's video game backlog list, and Dustin is going to take on the Pro Nerd Trivia Challenge. We got all this and more coming right at you right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host Sebastian Malden and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. Hey everyone, like I said in the intro, we have a very special guest joining us today. He is the writer of the Escaped from a Video Game series and the Trapped in a Video Game series. He is the one, the only, Dustin, the Golden Pin, Brady. Dustin, how you doing today? Hey, what's up, Sebastian? Thanks for having me. This is cool. Man, no, thank you so much for being on the show. Big fan. And I, you know, like whenever you said yes to coming on the show, I'm legitimately fist pumped. I'm so excited to have you here today. <laughs> That's huge. I, I really appreciate it. I've never never been on a gaming podcast. Um, a couple writing ones and things like that. But this will, this is really fun. I'm excited to do this. Oh, man, I'm glad to have you here. So, you know, I always ask my guests a couple of icebreaker questions. So I got to ask you the hardest question any gamer ever gets asked and that is what are your top five games of all time Dustin? top five games of all time well, that's a good one um for me so i'm gonna go for me probably most memorable so um okay. most of the ones i played probably the most and, and they're gonna come mostly from growing up because those were the ones that um i don't know for me like the books you read the movies you watch the the video games you play are always the the ones you play growing up are the ones most memorable so for me um, number one of all time, no question. Uh, it's the first video game I ever got. I got it when I was six years old. It was Super Mario Brothers 3 for the uh, NES. So that one, um, I think it, it still holds up. Um, I'm playing through it. I have a, a four-year-old son uh, right now. So I'm actually, I, we just got done playing through. Uh, we, we're on, we got to World 4, which is a huge oh, that's cool. deal for us. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, it's cool to replay that. And that one, so that, was, that one's number one for me. Um, and then the others, uh, I'll go um, Mario 64. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when that came out and, and it took me a few years to get, to get my parents to get me an N64. Um, but I remember going to Walmart, like riding my bike to Walmart with my cousin and playing the the demo of the N64, like the first, <laughs> the first level of Mario and, and seeing that in 3D just blew my mind. Um, so, so that's number two. Um, and then uh, probably um, Super Smash Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. The one I played the most growing up was the N64 one. Um, so I played all the other ones since then, but that's the one that sticks um, most in my mind. I played that um, a lot with my brothers and uh, my buddies across the street. Um, so that's three we're up to now. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, again, a wild card, not necessarily the best, but the one that's most memorable. I put, probably put the most hours in um, NFL Blitz 2002. Let's go. <laughs> so I love it. Love it. <laughs> 
has, has very little to do with actual football. Um, but man, I, I played that one so much. Um, and then uh, I also like, I'll throw one in, um, maybe a, a little bit more recent, although it's, it's probably 20 years old now, um, is I, I like playing, you know, single player, um, triple A games. I'll, I'll play a couple of those a year. And, and my favorite of all time is uh, Half-Life 2 um okay. is is awesome so uh it's you know a little bit different from the uh the nintendo ones but um that's probably my personal top five most memorable okay dustin i got a couple of follow-up questions based on, your, <laughs> yeah. based on your list there my first one is how many people did you tackle after the play was over in blitz oh i mean you could get you could get so many people like I, that would be my goal you know you you, mm-hmm. you you get the guy you twirl him around throw him out and then uh, you pile on people um but yeah that was, that was so fun Bad. And my second question is you're playing a game that you experienced from your childhood with your yeah. with your son right now. What is that like? It's awesome. Like usually I, I found that that stuff doesn't work out. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, they get <laughs> bored of stuff or you know, it just doesn't hold up for them. Um, so it was really cool. Like we played uh I have a, uh, like a stand-up arcade and so he was playing the the first mario brothers on there um by himself and you know level one dash one and um dying over and over again but he really liked it he was sticking with them like hey do you want to see my favorite mario game it's like yeah <laughs> and so uh i fired it up on the switch and i mean he was all in uh and it's cool so um we started that probably uh last week and and it's uh it feel, like it's it feels nice to be impressive to somebody like uh, <laughs> knowing all the extra little secrets you have the warp whistles or whatever it just blows his mind so um that is is really really fun and and i again it's something i wasn't expecting because those games are hard you know yeah. especially for for a four-year-old um but he likes trying it he likes like, watching me beat the levels um and it's been really cool oh that's amazing that's amazing so my second icebreaker question if kirby absorbed you what kind of powers did you get? <laughs> that's a that's a hilarious question um so i i i guess i don't have a great answer um but for me i think probably like just persistence okay. um so I, i'm gonna keep going at something again and again and again uh, i really like um you know the i grew up playing those old nes games and and i've never been amazing at video games but like i beat them because i'm just going to keep going and going at it um another a game that maybe lands outside my top five um but is a uh, cuphead which is another one where oh, it's, really fun. it's just like a, a brutal game and, and um you know and so like i found that that serves me well with my writing or with with my with other things where um you know i'm not going to give up at it. i'm just going to keep going at it um, and you know, it might not be the best, but it's going to get done. Uh, and so that's uh, probably what Kirby would get for me. Oh, that's um, so going to die a lot, but uh, he'll, <laughs> he'll make it to the end eventually. That's amazing. That's amazing. I like that. That's a really good power to have, especially in life. Um, uh, Dustin, I got to ask you though, like for the people who may not know you, you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm Dustin Bray. I, I write, um, like you said, that the traps in a video game series and escape from a video game series are the ones that I'm best known for. Um, and so I started writing because I loved reading as a kid. Um, I liked books that, you know, had lots of adventure in it and were funny. And I always kind of wanted to write one of those uh, when I grew up. Um, so I grew up and I, I realized that uh, writing a book um, is not something that generally pays the bills. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a job um, at a newspaper. Um, I worked at a magazine for high school athletes and, and all that stuff was really cool. But, you know, this is the thing I always wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, one day I sat down, made a list of all the things that I was really into uh, when I was a kid. 
Mm-hmm. One of those was video games. And I, specifically, I was trying to think of things like I thought about all the time. Um, and, and there was one thing that kept coming to my mind, and it was uh, the game. Um, it was from the, the, the early 90s. Um, it's called Nickelodeon Arcade. Okay. Um, uh, and so I, I uh, we didn't have cable growing up, but my friend on the street, Anthony Laporta, had cable. So Anthony was cool. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, I went to his house and, and he had this, this show on Nickelodeon Arcade and I, I watched it. And I remember, I don't remember the first part at all. It was a trivia game, and they'd ask kids uh, questions about video games. Um, but I do remember is this, they would come back from commercials for the last commercial, and then the team that won, the kids would have helmets on and elbow pads and knee pads, like something big was going to go down. <laughs> and then uh, these big metal doors would open up, smoke would pour out, doors close, um, the kids go through, and then a TV turns on, and those real kids are inside of a real video game mm-hmm. and, and like that is stuck in my mind where they're you know they're using green screens or whatever but the kids like in my mind they're in this video game they're on this magic carpet they're fighting the boss and i thought about that every day since then how i could go on that show how i could go in a video game um and all that so so really for me like it was you know it was the combination of playing those games growing up and, and seeing that show um that that led me to write that game that uh book trapped in the video game um, and so that was, that was the first book I wrote and, um, I, uh, I self-published it, uh, which is, you know, a little bit, it's become a more, um, popular idea thing to do now. Um, but I, I self-published, I wanted to, to put it out there, um, you know, as my first book, see how it's received and, and go from there. Um, and so, you know, I wrote the book, I needed a cover for it. Um, so I called the best artist I know, I call my brother, Jesse. Um, so, so Jesse's, uh, I grew up playing video games with him. He's, he's uh, two years younger than me. Um, he's awesome. And he's a, he's a great artist. He's actually an, uh, a professional illustrator. So I call him, I'm like, Hey, can you make a cover for me? He's like, well, do you have any money? I'm like, Not much. <laughs> he's like, fine, I'll do it. Um, and so I, I put it up on Amazon. And I waited for someone to buy it and nobody bought it. Uh, like that whole first day, I would just refresh all day, refresh, 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 refresh. Um, zero sales, zero sales, zero sales. Till the end of the day, click refresh one more time. And that zero turned into a one. I'm like, I'm an author. This is amazing. I was marching around the house. It was so cool. Uh, until the next day, I got a call from my mom. She said she bought the book. It was on oh, Amazon. No. Like, oh, it doesn't count. It's my mom. But, um, eventually, someone bought it for real. Someone else bought it for real. And it turns out, like, there's a lot of kids out there who don't think that they like reading, but do like video games. Um, and so, like, since I wrote it to be my favorite book as a grown up, it's, it's you know, basically nonstop action um, and uh, throughout the whole book. And, 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 it, and so a lot of kids found that they liked reading. And so, um, you know, parents would tell their parents about it. And, uh, you know, eventually um, it, it started selling really well. And then it got the attention of uh, an um, uh, editor at Andrews McMeal Publishing. Um, they publish uh, Peanuts and, and Calvin and Hobbes and a lot of that stuff. And um, she called me like, hey, we really like your book. Could we uh, republish it? I'm like, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> um, and so they did. So they, they republished the Trap series. And, and since then, um, it sold over 2 million copies, which is crazy. It's, it's really cool. It's, um, so that's been really fun. Uh, and so there, there's five books in that series. And again, that's like a straightforward um, series where they, they go in, in different types of video games. Um, and so the first one is, is Full Blast. Um, he, he gets a blaster on his arm, um, like Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man yeah. is, is the real Jesse's favorite video game. Um, there, the second one is uh, like an augmented reality. It's, it's kind of like uh, Pokemon Go. And so they're, they're, they're sneaking around. Um, now they're invisible unless somebody's looking at them with a phone, right? So they sneak into this video game company, see what's going on. 
And the third one, um, the robots come out from the video game into the real world, start building their, their levels in the real world. Um, and the fourth one is, is uh, like a retro game. And the fifth one is um, like a, uh, you know, like a, 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 a multiverse uh, thing kind of deal, like uh, about like the metaverse is like that kind mm -hmm. of deal. Um, so anyways, that was really fun to write. Um, and then the escape series is uh, like a choose your own adventure. Um, so now you're the hero of the book and uh, you're trying to figure out what to do, um, how, to, how to solve things. A funny thing with that one, the second book in the series, I wrote it and I came, I came up with this idea. I'm like, man, this is an amazing idea for a game. No one's ever thought of this idea for a game. It's incredible. And, and I, and, um, and so I turned it in and, it, and, and the game, um, like you go on board a spaceship and there's, there's people in your crew and it turns out one person on the crew is the traitor. Um, <laughs> and then they're trying to kill somebody and you're trying to, 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 to figure out who it is. And as soon as I turned to the manuscript uh, among us became really popular. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I just invented among us. Um, but anyways, it's, it's fun riffing on different video games and, uh, you know, and, and um, picking up um, some stuff and, again, trying to come up with some new things. But um, to me, like the most rewarding part is, is hearing from kids who's like, listen, I, I, I never liked reading um, before, but I picked up your books um, and it got me into it. Or parents of, of kids that maybe have some learning disabilities or reading disabilities, um, like, hey, this is the first book my kid actually has read front to back and is asking for and is, is reading the rest of the series. Um, so it's just been all a really, really cool journey. Uh, and, and I'm thankful for it. So anyways, that was a long answer to your question, but hopefully that, that gives you a little bit of background of uh, where I'm coming from. No, no, that's that's a great answer, man. That is, must be super sweet. I mean, not only have you reached this plateau where you sold two million copies, but like to hear all those testimonies and all the feedback from people who love your books. And that must feel so good. What was it like holding that, like holding your first book in your hand for the first time? <laughs> it was cool. It was it was really fun to me. Like it was like I knew it was self-published right and so I'm like this is this is awesome like I for one thing like I'd never written anything that long before it's you know 140 pages or whatever so it feels good to have that but oh, to me I, I remember what sticks out is um like a couple weeks a couple months I guess after I sold that and I was walking the dog and I was you know again refresh 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 see mm -hmm. about my book and um it was like it was I don't know 15 books for the day and to me, I, I did some, uh, you know, quick math in my head, um, some very optimistic math. I'm like, I can do this. Like, I can be an author. And um, to me, like, you know, like jumping up and doing the rocky jump mm -hmm. up and down and walking the dog and stuff like that. Like, to me, that was the moment where, you know, it's like, well, this doesn't have to be just a one-off thing. This thing that I always wanted to do. And I did it, um, you know, like I did it, people are reading it and I can keep doing it, you know. Um, and so, uh, obviously now if I sell 15 books in a day, like <laughs> I need to need to kind of reevaluate things, but for me then <laughs> it was, it was really cool. And that was, that was a moment that sticks out to me for sure. So I got to ask you, like, you've been a long time gamer. You've obviously been a long time author with the way gaming has changed now. Do you feel like the direction that you have to like think about a game or think about writing a book is going to change in the future as well? Like, because like the industry is so different now, like we have FirmSoft who have produced like these harder sort of like the Dark Souls genre, so yeah. to speak, the Souls genres you have like the the battle royale genres that are like taking off like the Fortnites of the world like sure. there's so many different genres now that one kind of around whenever you started doing this 
Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, it, to me, it's, it's really fun. Uh, a couple, well, for one, um, like I write kids books, right. And so <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep them, um, as like, as unobjectable as possible. Um, and so like, I, I'm mostly focused on, on games that kids can play, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so things like that. So that narrows it down a little bit. Um, but for me, like, I really like, um, you know, getting into new games. I really like, buying a new game and being able to write it off on my taxes as research. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and, and so for me, like, I, I love the, the possibilities that different things open up. Um, so like that, that, um, augmented reality one, like I wrote that as soon as Pokemon go came out, cause I'm like, this is a cool idea for a game for that kid could go into, you know, you get to be invisible and, and there's monsters everywhere in, in the real world. And, and that's cool. So, um, to me, like, I love learning about the, the new uh, different twists and turns that things take. I love talking to kids, seeing what they're into, because um, it just gives me different ideas for, for different directions stuff could go. Yeah. So outside of your research, what have you been playing lately? Yeah. So um, I don't play uh, as much as I did um, when I was a kid. But I, for me, um, like, I like playing uh, with my son and with my kids. So Mario Kart is a staple, mm -hmm. obviously. And then, uh, you know, some of those little games. Uh, for me, if I, and then actually, after the kids go to bed, my wife and I, for years, um, we've played uh, Tetris against each other. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> wind down after the kids go to bed. So I'm pretty good at Tetris. Um, so those two, for me, for all time, like, I like to play um, games that usually are a couple years old that like everybody's like yeah this is a great game and, and so if i didn't get to play it and so I, I go back and play it so i'm working through the uncharted series right now um yeah they can break yeah 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 so um i'm on the third one now that's that's awesome um i finished the uh the two uh new spider-man games for the playstation mm -hmm. um so those those are really cool too um so i'll probably go through you know one two three games of those kind of games a year um on my own time in addition to, to some other stuff that i do and then again like i'll pick up a game a couple games uh in a genre i'm thinking about writing and um probably won't finish the whole thing but just play it see what's up with it and uh, try to get some ideas that way you know like from all the games you mentioned in your top five uh, some of the games you've been playing lately are more story centric to where they lean yeah. more towards their their narrative adventures like how does it feel as a, a Arthur to actually play like some of these story centric games like Uncharted and Spider-Man? Yeah, it's cool to see how how they work stuff in. Um, you know, for me, I, again, like I'm not great at video games. And so for me, the, the fun part is, is those cutscenes, is the, you know, the interactive ways they figure out how to tell the story. Um, growing up, you know, it, it's always like you're playing cutscene, playing cutscene, playing cutscene. Um, so it's cool seeing the, the newer games, how they're able to incorporate that story into the gameplay. Um, and that's that's really inspiring for me, for sure. So what is your backlog like? I know you got to be like, I, I'll never get to these games. But like, what what's some of the games that you're like, oh, man, one day, if I got time, these are the games I'm going to play. Man, I, that's funny. My brother um, is is always like, give it, my brother Jesse is a much bigger gamer than me. Mm -hmm. And so he's always like, hey, you need to play this. You need to play this. Um, so he's playing uh, Celeste right now, which is oh, another game so that so I good. know that, that's up my alley. And he's like, I, he was like, tell me about, he's like, are you going to play this anytime soon? I'm like, if I get like a debilitated, if, if I break my legs or something, Jesse, <laughs> I might get to that in the next year or two. But I mean, games like that, um, you know, again, like 
the last of us, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like those kinds of games where it's like, man, I know this is either God of War, like all those games that are always like, this is an amazing game. And all that stuff is, is up my alley. Um, and I'm sure I'll get to it someday if I break my legs or <laughs> in, in several years from now. So we'll see. So uh, as the time we're recording this, like uh, the Last of Us TV show just had its debut yeah. episode. Have you checked that out yet? No, but I want to. It looks cool. It, it, it really is. It really is it so good. good. Yeah. But yeah, um, going back to this, like you you told us about your video game origin story, so to speak, your, your writing origin story. What started like that journey for you? What was the moment that you were like, I'm going to do this? Like you, the moment you picked up the pen? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, for me, it was finding out my that my daughter was going to be born. And oh, like, sweet. I was just kind of like, oh, this is a thing I've always wanted to do. And like, maybe I should do this before I have kids. I <laughs> like, I, I, um, I, at the time, I ran my own business selling stuff on Amazon. And uh, it was going well, but I'm like, okay, maybe this will give me a kick in the pants to, to really crank that up a notch. And for me, it was it was a little bit like this gave me a kick to, um, to do this to try writing. Um, and so like, it was, again, it was a thing I always wanted to do. Um, when I do school visits, I talk to the kids about the process. Cause for me, it took like a couple tries to sit down and do it. <laughs> it was, you'd sit down and, and get a, get a paragraph written and then, you know, check out Twitter or, uh, do, you know, watch YouTube or whatever and, and waste the, the day and, and stuff like that. So, um, for me, it was, uh, figuring out how to get the self-discipline to, to, to figure out a way to turn off the internet. I, I literally, at, in those early days, would unplug the internet from my wall and throw my phone across the room, you know? <laughs> and so, and then sit down and write. And I would I would get my uh, two hours a day in, get a chapter written, um, and pretty soon I had the book done. And so once I was able to do it and, and kind of prove myself I can do this, um, it was it was a lot easier. And then again, obviously, once I started selling, it was a lot easier to keep going um, and, and to keep and to make it a habit that that stuck. Um, so so you know, it was, it was my daughter being finding out that we we're gonna have a baby um, that kind of got it started, and then figuring out a way to to have the self discipline to keep going. Um, you know, was was what kept me finishing the book. Man, it's so funny to hear that you basically had to turn off the Wi-Fi to kind of get, get into the zone, so to speak. Yeah. But, I, you know, the I, in the back of my mind, I could just imagine like your wife's on the couch, just minding her own business, watching Netflix. And all of a sudden yeah. the Internet just goes out. Just no, randomly. it was funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it, I would do it in the morning, too. So she'd still be in bed. I remember like the third or fourth day she she's like yelled down from upstairs why are you answering your phone because she always texts me instead of <laughs> talks to me even though we live in the same house and uh I was like oh because I threw it across the room she's like what what our internet's not working again because like, I keep unplugging it like, just turn it off on your computer <laughs> but you know it worked and you gotta do what you gotta do yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So what was it like going to going to a school for the first time and like talking to the kids, you know, as a as a successful author, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. It's, it's my favorite part of the job. Like you're a, you're a celebrity for for the day, for sure. You know, like they don't they don't know that you're not really famous. And so <laughs> they're like, this guy is the best. Yeah, this is the most famous person I'll ever meet. Um, so, you know, it feels good. And then, you know, again, 
and there's kids there that have read the book um, when you get feedback from them and that's cool but that, that is my favorite part of the job like it's the dessert um, where you get to to have fun with the kids for a day um, and uh, you know you're, you're sitting there writing by yourself all day and you don't see anybody um, kind of locked in a room all day and so to, to kind of get out there see the kids see who you're writing for um, you know get some feedback get notes from them and stuff like that like there's nothing better than that. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, the first time you did that was, was did you have like that Eminem reaction to where you're like, your palms are sweaty and everything <laughs> like that? It was a nervousness. Yeah, kind of there. you know what? I, um, I actually uh, lead the kids church at my church every week. Oh, okay. Um, so there's like, there's like a hundred kids there. Um, so I'm pretty used to it. I, I'm, you know, pretty good at, at talking to kids and things like that. Um, so, you know, I, like the skill set of writing a book is not quite the same as, as talking to a group of kids. Um, but I've been doing it for long enough where I feel pretty comfortable with it. Um, and again, like you have the head start of these kids are on your side from the mm -hmm. get go. Um, so if you don't, and you write about video games, so they're pretty, they're pretty on board with that too. Um, so anyways, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's a good time for sure. <laughs> that sounds like fun. So I got to ask, what would you imagine your like books as video games right now? Like, how would you imagine that? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of kids, I get, get those from kids like, why is this going to be a video game? <laughs> so when somebody <laughs> makes it a video game. Um, so, you know, I write, uh, they're all different. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I, there's a there's a version of uh, Among Us out there. Somebody turning it around, but um, you know the first one is uh, is full blast, and that that is like a um, it, so in the game it is kind of like a first person shooter where you have a blaster and there's these aliens around and it's, it's really over the top and you're going to different locations in the United States. Um, so like there's a level where the statue of the, the, the stat, the statue of Liberty takes off like a rocket ship and you're in there and, and the, the, um, the, the aliens will chase you in there and there's like a, you're, there's a platform where you're jumping to the top of the Statue of Liberty. You have to jump up, get out, and then it takes off like a rocket ship and the aliens go up to the moon and you destroy the aliens in New York City. So um, for <laughs> me, like that's always the game where I'm like, man, that would be cool to, to see that. Where it just, you know, it's really over the top. It's kind of, it's very silly over the top. Um, but, uh, you know, again, they're, they're all different. Um, there's, uh, but that one is one that I'd love to see you know, in a perfect world, turn into a video game sometime. I think that'd be fun. That'd be good. That'd be really cool. So which one <laughs> of your main characters would you want to see in Super Smash Brothers then? Oh, which one of my main characters in Super Smash Brothers? That's funny. Um, In the book, uh, so the, the main characters are Jesse mm -hmm. and Eric. Those are the two main characters. And again, they're, they're based on my brother, Jesse, my friend, who I grew up playing video games. His name is Eric. So in the book, Eric is uh, the gamer. He's, he's really good at, um, he's not really good at everything, but he's very enthusiastic <laughs> about everything. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm going with Eric, uh, from the books. Um, you know, if he's, if he's going down, he's going to have a good time doing it at least. I like that. I like that. What, what's his moveset going to be like the blaster? What else is it going to have? That is his yeah. Program? You know, he's got the blaster. Um, in one of the books, he kind of cobbles together a rocket powered sledgehammer, um, where he takes okay. a, a rocket thing and, and, uh, you know, attaches it to a sledgehammer. So, um, he's pretty resourceful and, and he's got a lot of stuff. So, uh, you know, anything he can cobble together like that. Um, he's got the blaster from the first book um but yeah he's up for anything so he'll try anything once i like that i like that so i bet you'd lose your mind to see him in smash just just beating yeah Kirby down a little bit. <laughs> That'd be cool. oh man i like that so dustin you know like i i we i loved hearing about your origin story i loved hearing about like all the things you you've been through um to get to this point what words of inspiration would you give to aspiring writers right now 
Yeah. So I, for me, like I always tell spine writers, I always tell kids, um, just finish it, finish a lot of people like, Hey, I always wanted to write a book. Um, and a lot of people won't get to the point of starting the book. And a lot of those people like don't get to the point of finishing it. And, um, that's a shame because for me, like I was saying before, like it's really cool to be able to make a living off of this. It's really cool to, to sell a lot of books. But for me, the best part is giving it to a kid and, and seeing their eyes light up, hearing, you know, how they, they laugh through the book or, or, you know, they want to keep reading and things like that. And anybody can have that feeling. Um, it, you just got to finish it and you got to give it to somebody who's going to connect with it. Um, and, and for me, like, that's what keeps me going is, you know, is hearing from those kids is just getting that reaction. And it's the best part of being an author. Like, I don't write books, um, you know, to keep to myself. Like, my favorite part of writing a book is, is is giving it out is, is having people that and 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 so anyways what i would say is it's like you know don't worry a lot of people get in their heads about well what's going to happen with this how how do i copyright stuff how do i get that you know and just get it out there just put it out there do your best you'll learn so much more by finishing something than just by starting it um and once you put it out there like you don't know what's going to happen you know it, it might sell two million copies um you know more likely like it, it's not going to reach a huge audience but if it just reaches an audience of one that gets something out of it like that makes such a huge difference um it's really rewarding for you as an author and again like you learn so much more by just doing it oh that's good advice so dustin i gotta ask if you were just approached by a triple a studio and they were like hey <laughs> we want you to write a video game whatever comes to your mind and it's not your ips so yeah, to speak, yeah. what what would you want to write about Wow, that's hard, man. I'd have to think about that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this, when I was a kid, I had, um, I'll tell you about my idea when I was a kid. If you would ask me this, when I was 10, I had it all sketched out, the next um, console. And it was a terrible idea, one of the worst ideas I've ever had. <laughs> but it was like, I thought it was a thing that is connected, like you had a headset on and it was back before game set headsets and things like that um but it was controlled by your voice and so i had an idea for, for a baseball game where you where you say the word swing and he swings and like and so i think i had some other peripherals um that you could use uh but i guess that's my idea when i was a kid where instead of pressing a button which is very easy um, you have to say words uh, to, to, to accomplish those actions. Like you, in my, in my concept, like I never even dreamed that you would talk to somebody through your headset. I just thought you'd be shouting out commands. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my idea when I was 10. I'm glad nobody asked me that when I was 10. I'm going to have to give some more thought to it now. But, I got you. Um, that's a great question. Get over here. I got you. I got you. So Dustin, it's been fun um, talking to you a little bit, but now I got to ask you, uh, just a major question. It's probably one of the hardest questions I normally have to ask guests. Okay. And that is, are you ready? And the reason I ask that is because it is pro nerd trivia time. It is one of the hardest things anybody has ever had to endure <laughs> in the face of the planet because you are going to have to answer five questions from five different types of nerdy categories. If you get all five right, you will earn the title of pro nerd. Are you ready? <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So let's spin the wheel. All right, so spinning the wheel here. Our first category is in the realm of the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. All right, All so right. have you seen a lot of these movies? I have seen, yeah. It's been after Endgame, I trailed off a little bit. But oh, okay. um, I've, I've seen most of them. I've seen most of them. Okay, okay. Which Avenger does Loki enslave to do his bidding in the Avengers movie? 
Oh, uh, that's, is that Hulk? Is that Hulk? What, one more time? The Hulk? I'm sorry, that was incorrect. No, who is it? Yes. Which uh, Avenger does Loki enslaved to do his bidding in the Avengers? It was Hawkeye. Oh, you're right. It's been a while for that first one. Man, oh, all right. Oh, that was my category. I'm like, okay, I'm see you, at least I have it. Oh, <laughs> this is hard. Uh, the pressure got to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a good guess because he did, in the movie, he did trick the Hulk. Like, he sort of, like, yeah. planned around and tricked the Hulk into transforming. But, no, right. he actually um, mind-wiped um, Clint Barton on that one. Ugh, so, boy, this, this is disappointing to myself. <laughs> All right, so this one is a little bit of a challenging one, at least in my opinion. <laughs> but okay. it's in the realm of Nintendo. <laughs> All right. In Nintendo, which was Nintendo's second three-dimensional game and was the first game to use polygonal graphics. Oh, uh, I feel like, okay, so I remember there was, there was Mario 64 and I'm going to say Pilot Wings. Is it Pilot Wings? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Answer? That is really close, Al. That is really close. Unfortunately, the Wait. answer is not Pilot Wings, but it is a character that uses pilot wings it is star fox star fox oh okay well that okay so the question was this what was the question again which was nintendo's second three-dimensional game and was the first game to use polygonal oh man my head was stuck i would if i was thinking through my head was stuck on n64 games and so i feel like pilot wings is like the second n64 game but you're right (laughs) star fox is on the uh, super nintendo is 3d oh man sebastian all right three three is gonna be tough all right keep going (laughs) i think i think you got it i think you got it you're gonna turn this around but so our next question is in the realm of disney what was the name of the little human girl from Monsters, Inc.? Oh, uh, Boo. Yeah, you got it yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite. Boo, of course. Was it one of your favorites for real? That's one. The Monsters, Inc. is probably my favorite Pixar. I really like Monsters, Inc. I like that one, too. So the next one, though, our next category, the wheel has stopped on Harry Potter. Ooh, this is not my category. <laughs> this is not my category. I, I think I read I read the first three and a half books. If this comes from one of those, I might be able to like, answer it, but probably not. Okay, okay. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> In Harry Potter, what was the yeah. name of the character who betrays Lily and James Potter? So this is to- is that his parents? Yeah, like, yeah, that's his parents. What was the name of the character who betrayed Harry Potter's parents, Lily and James Potter? Um, excluding, and this is excluding, you know, like, it was one of the Marauders, but so this is excluding everyone else. This is specifically talking about one of the Marauders, and that was Mooney, Pad, uh, Padfoot, Wormtail, and James were the four Marauders. Is that a multiple choice then, or it's not the Marauders? It is the Marauders. What I'm okay. saying is, I'm, I'm giving you a hint. It's more, it's like one of the Marauders. <laughs> but I appreciate it. It's one of the Voldemort Marauders. was going to be my first guess, so I'm going to go with. I'm going to throw a dart against the wall and say Wormtail. It's got to be Wormtail. It was Wormtail. All right. Really? So, yeah. We right. got that one. <laughs> uh, so just for your information, Wormtail's name yeah. is Peter Pettigrew. Yes, I feel like I remember that. Okay. Yeah, okay. So. We got, so our fifth question, and our fifth question, you get to choose between category A or category B. I can't tell you what the categories are, but you get to choose between A or B. 
I'll go A, but you got to tell me what both categories are once. once. All right. Well, okay. Once once we're done, you can go, th- like, travel the road not seen, so to speak. Sure, and, the and, choose your own adventure. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so in the realm of actual Pixar, what was Pixar's first fully computer animated feature film? So a feature film? Yeah, so what was okay. Pixar's first so fully So Toy Story, anim- right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Exactly I thought right. you were going to ask about the shorts or something like that. Yeah, no. I got that. Okay, all right, no. hey, I got three. Yeah. What yeah. was the other What was the other, uh, other category? B would have been in the realm of DC Comics. Oh, I'm not as strong in DC, so. Okay, okay. All right, do you want to hear the question to see if you yeah, got it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. Okay. All right, so. In the realm of DC. All right, so. What was the name of the character, like the full a, like the full government name of the character Poison Ivy? Oh, no idea. No idea. <laughs> I, I, if, does it start with a P? Is that right or no? Yeah, it does. It does, does it? Okay, I feel like that was in my head. Um, but I could, is, I'm going to say a P name. I'm going to say Penelope. Is Penelope one of the... I feel like that's kind of close. Um, close. It was Sorry. Pamela Isley was her okay. name. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, wouldn't I got that? I'm glad I picked A. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, cool. Hey, I got three. That's what I was aiming for. I am mad at myself because the other two were gettable. The 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 Hulk one, I had it in my head where it's like they have him caged up, mm-hmm. and uh, and there was something going on there. So that was, but the Hulk one is Star Fox. I'm gonna be kicking myself. The pressure got to me, Sebastian, and uh, but at least I got to three. So have you have you played um, Star Fox beforehand? Yeah, um, I mean, I haven't, I, I didn't finish it, but yeah, I'm familiar with that one. We didn't have a Super Nintendo again. Anthony mm-hmm. Laporte had a Super Nintendo. So <laughs> shout played, out to Anthony. Played, and shout out to Anthony Laporte. And my brother uh, Jesse has played through that probably multiple times. Um, but I, I haven't played through it, but I'm, I'm familiar with it. And I have played it. Okay, so my my follow up question to that would be: What's your favorite MCU movie that you've seen so far? Yeah, um, good question. I like for me, uh, I did really like Endgame. Um, um, that was like it brought it all together um and uh it just i, I liked how that that uh, wrapped up so i liked endgame um the uh the last spider-man was really fun no way home was a good one mm-hmm. um and uh let's see i liked i liked ant-man i'm a big ant-man guy it just ah, it's silly okay. and it's fun uh so that's that's more my speed um so those three and then uh oh um Winter Soldier. They filmed it in Love Cleveland. Winter Soldier. Where they filmed in Cleveland. I was I was working uh downtown there. So I remember like in, in the in my building, I went down to the lobby while they were doing it. Um and there was like a car chase that filming by the mm-hmm. office. So I maybe if you freeze frame real quick, you see me on my pretending to be on my laptop or really watching the action. <laughs> So, man, you actually got to see them, like, do the car chase from Winter Soldier with Samuel Jackson and such. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's funny. You know what? A funny story with that, um, if we have a second. But no, go there ahead. was, like, there was a casting call, um, and it was, uh, it was like, for for extras or for whatever. Um, and and the, you had to go down to the library. And, and there was one that fit the bill, like, perfectly for me. It was, um, I think it was called, like, Thin Man. And it was, like, <laughs> a scrawny guy who... Who was who was you know like under under five ten, under five ten or something like that, mm-hmm. and um, 
And, and so I think it's who they used as like the body double um, for for Steve when he's mm-hmm. like, it, it's a flashback or whatever. Um, so I had to be shirtless, which which wouldn't have gone great for me. <laughs> and so anyways, I remember like it, they, they like lined us all up on the lawn of the library and, and like, and it was just like a line of the, of the saddest, scrawniest guys you've ever seen. <laughs> it was so good. And like, I was trying to like kind of shrink down a little bit because I was a little bit too tall for what they were looking for. And, and, and like, I just remember the lady like going down the line. She's like, too tall, too tall, too tall. And, and she's like, okay, you, you, you. And she gets to me and she looks at me and she's like, you have too much of a build. Like, and I'm like, this is the first time in my life anybody has told me I have a build. Like, this is way better than being in the movie. Thank you. It was so good. She typecast you as being too muscular to play. Like, too muscular to, to be in. And it was truly a great compliment. That's it was, amazing. It was one of the best moments of my life. That is amazing. You were almost at the Winter Soldier, but nevertheless, uh, like a real film person told you you were too muscular to be scrawny. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it felt great. Never, never before since said and, and never since. So, um, but I got that one moment. Honestly, that should be in the list of your accomplishments right next to selling two it million really copies should. of a book. I know, I know. When you when you asked me for a rundown at the beginning, like I should have just said that story. Yeah, and I think that's all that we would have gone off of. For sure, for sure. Dustin, I you know, it's been great having you on the show. Before we go though, I got a couple of last questions. And these are just yeah. one is like a multi-fire edition of the show, and then the after one is the easiest question you can ask all throughout the show. So sure. The rapid fire one. Okay, so as an author, like, do you ever see something on, like, ever see something, whether it be a video game or a movie, and you're like, man, I would have wrote that a little differently? Yeah, um, you know, for me, like, I don't focus on that as much. Like, mm-hmm. I just focus, if it's stuff, it's like, eh, that wasn't for me, you know, or, like, I, I know how editing process goes with this stuff, where it's like, this is the vision you have in your head, and then, like, stuff happens, and, and people, other people put their stuff into it. So, for me, I'm not that way. For me, it's more like, man, I wish I would have written that. Like, I, I really wish I would have written that. That is, you know, and so, for me, that's the stuff that, like, I kind of think about a little bit more. Um, you know, obviously, there's there's points where it's like, I, I would have done this a little bit differently, but um, for me, it's, it's more like, I wish I would have written that. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So, um, Follow-up question to that then, what is the the entry point into the book that you think is like the best entry point for newcomers? Yeah, um, book one of the trapped in the series, um, it, it is kind of, um, uh, you know, they, they follow each other. So it's great to read that one first. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like more of a, a choose your own adventure kind of person, those are standalone. Um, so, so the first book in that series is great too. That one's called The Secret of Phantom Island. That one does draw inspiration from... Um, uncharted and indiana jones and that kind of thing like it's a treasure hunting thing so both of those are, are good you can start with either one um but that first trap book is is the most popular okay sounds good sounds good my my rapid rapid questions here we go yes all right who's the best ninja turtle <laughs> uh donatello okay okay gotcha gotcha if you put mario and nathan drake in a room and told them they had to fight fight like fist fight each other to leave who you got um, I, I mean, it depends on if Mario has a power up. I'm, Mario, you can't you can't dodge fire for that long. So um, I'm gonna say if there's a flower in there, Mario's got it. Um, obviously, Nathan Drake is, is pretty great at fist fighting, and, and Mario <laughs> is not. <laughs> I don't think he's he's trained in the martial arts. But I'm gonna go with Mario because I'm I'm saying he gets a power up. I gotcha, I gotcha. So are y'all going to go see the upcoming Mario movie? 
Yeah, for sure. My son is is pumped for it. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Does pineapples belong on pizza? No, that's silly. <laughs> oh my god, you just bluntly said no. That's silly, man. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Those rapid fires. Just keep going. Uh, all right, Obviously, okay. very silly. Very silly. All right, all right. All right. Best MCU character. MCU character. Ooh. Um. I mean, Spider Man is is my default just because that was he was always my favorite growing up. Uh. And and again, my son's a big Spider Man guy, so we got we're a Spider Man household all the way. All right. Best video game character best video game character um oh, good one um i don't know i i for i i guess i'm gonna give a, a silly answer and say mario not that he's a great character but that you know his games kind of started everything and it's uh like the most recognizable kind of early character um so i'm gonna go with mario just just because our best video game movie adaptation video game movie adaptation I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen the Sonic games at the Sonic ones. Oh. That's probably the first, you know, mm-hmm. so I probably the Sonic one. I, I'm trying to think the last one that I saw um, and, and I'm drawing a blank. Hopefully, yeah, I know it's not a movie, but hopefully the last of us lives up to it okay. um, because I understand that it's pretty good. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. All right. All right. So last one, where can the good people find you? Um, well, I'm not a huge on social media, um, but I have a, a Facebook um, page for my books, DustinBradyBooks.com, DustinBradyBooks.com uh, is, is my website. And then, you know, you can find me on, on anywhere on that. Um, and then my books are all on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. Okay. I lied. This one's the real last one. When you, yeah. when, if you inevitably like accidentally, unfortunately hurt yourself and, you know, accidentally <laughs> break your legs, what game, what game are you going to be playing, you know, as you recover? <laughs> That's really funny. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess, I guess I have to do Celeste because I told my brother I would <laughs> do it. And it is up my alley. Like it's mm-hmm. a hard 2D platformer game. So that one probably, um, like I, this one, I, I got Ratchet and Clank riffs apart a oh, year ago, go. paid full price for it. And I have yet to touch it. <laughs> and, um, cause I was going to play with my son and I turned it on and, and for whatever reason he was, he's like, this is too scary. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so I'm going to get to Ratchet and Clank riffs apart. If for no other reason, I paid full price for it a year mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> so. That's amazing. That's amazing. You got to let us know when you come back on the show, what you think about yeah. Ratchet and Clank, what your son thought about it when, because yeah. like, he's going to love it. He's I know he will. I know he will. That'd be cool. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So Dustin, it's been great having you on the show. Any last things you'd like to say to the audience before we leave though? No, I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, sticking with me and um, hopefully this kind of encourage you if, you if you have a project in your head, whether it's writing a book, um, starting a YouTube channel, working on an indie game, something, I hope this encourage you to, to either start it or to pick it back up and finish it. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen and uh, you can, um, you know, you can, can change a lot of lives and uh, your own and, and other people, even if it's just a little bit, um, it's, uh, it's really cool to be able to do that. For sure. For sure. Dustin, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for being on the show. Like you've been great. I, anytime you're available, love to have you back. Like I absolutely loved having you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It was so much fun. It was really, really cool. Um, (laughs) I I had a blast. I did too. I did too. So Dustin, we're all out of time for this episode. Thank you so much again for being on the show. See you next time. Peace. 
So that's a wrap for today's show. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Dustin Brady for being on the show today. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!